Welcome to another episode of No Tears for Black Girls, a true crime podcast with a purpose. Written and produced by award-winning author John Reedberg. I'm your host, Samantha Paul. They're the photos Aurora police are ashamed you'll see. We're sickened and we're angry. They're the photos Elijah McClain's friends, family, and supporters hope you'll remember. Our community is not going to be silenced. Today, police stood behind a podium to admit they had done wrong. Tonight, hundreds will let them know how they feel about it. None of this got changed because we asked politely. They stood on the ground where a young man lost his life. One placed an arm around another's throat and they smiled right into the camera, right into the face of his mother, into your face, into mine. Tonight, two officers who mocked Elijah McLean's death have been fired. Another has resigned. A fourth who was involved in McLean's death and commented on the photo has also been terminated. We will hear from Aurora Police in a moment. First, we want to show you how activists close to the McLean family are feeling tonight. There is not an excuse. There will be no more excuses. Time is up, APD. Time is up. We have had enough. We are going to agitate. We are going to be on the front lines until we get these officers not only fired, Rosenblatt got fired not for killing Elijah, not for murdering Elijah, but for making fun of Elijah. That is the culture that we're fighting. Okay, tell me exactly what happened. So there's a, so there's a guy, he has a, he's watching the street. What's the opposite of Mark? South. South, yeah, he's walking south on Billing Street. He has a mask on. Okay. And then, and then when I passed by him, he puts he put his hands up and does all these kinds of signs. I don't know, he, he looks good here. I mean, he might be okay. a good person or a bad person. Yeah. But yeah. they're all masks on. Okay. Okay, I'm going to put a call in so officers can go see what's going on, okay? Are you still at that location now? Yeah. Okay. Shanine McLean's heart wept as she fled a Colorado courtroom on the 22nd of September, 2023. The footage of her son Elijah writhing in agony, pinned down by merciless police officers. Each plea for air punctuated with vomiting and anguish had broken her. Six days later, Elijah succumbed to his injuries in the hospital. Elijah's tragedy follows in the wake of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and Michael Ramos, all reminders that extreme police brutality sparked the Black Lives Matter riots nationwide, prompting calls to defund law enforcement. On the evening of August 24, 2019, in Aurora, Colorado, Elijah McLean met an untimely end. Elijah was a 22-year-old aspiring massage therapist and animal lover remembered for his gentle soul and fondness for playing music for shelter animals. When police and paramedics were called to the scene, what followed would shape the state of Colorado forever. McLean's autopsy declined. However, months later, the death by complications from ketamine administration after being removed was declared. This sparked a wave of terror amongst residents until Governor Jared Polis agreed to re-examine the case. Photos then surfaced of officers mocking Elijah's demise in October 2019, which sealed their fates. The ensuing investigation found no legal basis to stop or detain Elijah, while medical responders' decision to inject him with a sedative fueled further outrage. To this day, 
The news media continues to seek answers about the mystery surrounding Elijah McLean's tragic death. Officers Nathan Woodyard and Jason Rosenblatt arrived at Billings Street to find Elijah with a ski mask on, his arms flailing. Little did they know he was enjoying the music he was listening to. When they tried to arrest him, Elijah resisted, causing Officer Rodima to yell out that he was going for his gun. This resulted in extreme brutality towards Elijah until paramedics were called and injected him with an excessive amount of ketamine, sending him into cardiac arrest. His death days later ignited outrage, as there was no justice for this tragedy. In the summer of 2020, shockwaves rolled through Colorado over the death of Elijah McLean. The initial autopsy findings were inconclusive. However, due to pressure from officers and investigators, they ruled granting it to complications from ketamine administration while they forced him to be restrained. Protests sparked up, demanding justice for Elijah. Amid much deliberation, Governor Jared Paulus re-examined the case. Photos surfaced five days later of officers reenacting the carotid restraint used on Elijah and mocking his death, sealing their fates. Amidst mounting controversy, the city council requested an investigation and found no grounds to detain Elijah. Executive departments condemned medical responders for sedating him. The Adams County Coroner's Office autopsy report, released in November 2019, was inconclusive. It could have been an accident because of an idiosyncratic reaction, homicide resulting from a carotid hold, natural causes such as mental illness or asthma attack, or physical activity. The cause of death remained uncertain, with the officer's responsibility unclear. The coroner's group protocol required seeking a second opinion, which wasn't done. In response to the district attorney's decision not to file charges, friends and family held a small protest that Shanine McLean, Elijah's mother, was too grief-stricken to attend or speak at. On September 2, 2022, Adams County's coroner, Monica Broncusha Jordan, amended the autopsy report, considering additional evidence from a grand jury investigation. Colorado Public Radio confirmed that they listed the cause of death as complications of ketamine administration following forcible restraint, but the manner of death remained undetermined instead of homicide. The amended autopsy report showed that the amount of ketamine administered to Elijah McLean exceeded the recommended weight dosage, and there was no evidence linking fatal injuries inflicted by the police to his ultimate demise. The original report had mentioned Mr. McLean going unresponsive during a police involvement. They later changed it to say he became unresponsive after interaction with law enforcement personnel. Following the incident on August 28, 2019, Aurora Police Department placed all three officers present at the scene. Nathan Woodyard, 30 years old at time, Jason Rosenblatt, 31, and Randy Rodima, 37, on paid administrative leave. Adams County District Attorney Dave Young determined that any of these officers committed criminal acts and decided not to file charges against them. Aurora PD released the police body camera footage and audio of the initial 911 call on November 22, 2019. In February 2020, Aurora City Manager Jim Twombly declared a critical incident review and body camera audit to inspect how police and fire departments responded during the incident and if police officers abided by body camera policies. On June 6th, someone created an online petition with over 820,000 signatures, demanding an additional investigation into the death of McLean. In response, 
Dave Young, the county district attorney, stated he would not open investigations based on petitions. Frustrated by this decision, three members of the City Public Safety Policy Committee composed a letter to City Manager Jim Twombly requesting an independent third-party look at McLean's death. Twombly made a fair move by appointing Eric Daigle as the independent reviewer. They demanded an independent review. On June 26, 2020, Aurora City officials reassigned three officers involved in Elijah McLean's death to non-enforcement roles for their safety. The following day, Governor Jared Polis signed an executive order requesting Attorney General Phil Weiser to investigate the matter. In a statement, he said, Elijah McLean should still be alive. We must do justice in his name. Mari Newman, the family lawyer, thanked him for his leadership. Interim police chief announced officers' suspension and investigation on June 29, 2020, after photographs emerged of them near McLean's death scene. They dismissed three of these officers from the force, while one resigned. At a news conference, acting police chief Vanessa Wilson announced, the allegations against these officers are not criminal, but they are a crime against humanity and decency. I shouldn't have to train people about human decency. In response to a question from the floor, she addressed aspects of future officer training. When paramedics arrived, police had already subdued Elijah McLean. The officers reported he displayed erratic and violent behavior. To subdue him, the medics administered 500 milligrams of ketamine, which was two times the recommended dosage for his body size. The attorney is demanding an inquiry into why Elijah was administered the drug, which many researchers deem inappropriate. Leading healthcare authorities have refused to accept the concept of excited delirium since its outset in the 1980s cocaine abuse surveys. The American Medical Association, American Psychiatric Association, and World Health Organization are all opposed to it. The ACLU has spoken out that invoking this term may protect law enforcement officers from repercussions from their overzealous use of force. In December 2020, John Dickerson, a reporter with 60 Minutes, probed into the usage of ketamine in McLean's death. The medical professionals were doubtful if excited delirium was an actual medical situation and had worries that the eager delirium concept may protect police from accusations of misbehavior. Dave Young, the district attorney with jurisdiction over Aurora, defended the use of ketamine and believed that prosecuting the officers for homicide would be difficult because of the lack of an apparent cause of death. On February 22, 2021, the City Council released findings from their independent investigation. It concluded that Aurora authorities and paramedics made critical mistakes at every stage of their contact with Elijah McLean. The investigation team provided inaccurate information to excuse the officers involved in the incident. The report said that there was no lawful basis for police to stop McConnell or conduct a frisk or use a chokehold, and that medical staff failed to assess him before injecting him with ketamine. Detectives assigned to investigate the case did not do a proper examination after his demise. In 2020, Elijah McLean's family sued the city of Aurora and many police officers, paramedics, and fire department medical director. Family lawyer Mari Newman said the report backed up their allegations that an unlawful stop had set off a chain of illegal events. McLean's mother demanded dismissal and criminal prosecution of the paramedics and officers, asserting that her son was no longer viewed as a suspect, but as a victim of crime. Her husband added, this report confirms what we have been saying from the start. 
In September 2021, a grand jury in Colorado charged five individuals, three Aurora officers and two paramedics from Aurora Fire Rescue with manslaughter, negligent homicide, assault and violence charges. All five remained on bail until April 2022. Nathan Woodyard's trial began on October 17, 2023. During Woodyard's trial, police trainer Kevin Smith gave evidence for the prosecution against the other two officers. The jury acquitted Woodyard on November 6, 2023, after the final arguments concluded on November 3rd. In 2021, the McLeans filed a civil rights lawsuit against Aurora. Following mediation in U.S. District Court, on November 19th of that same year, the city settled with the family for $15 million. Elijah's my energy. A mother still talks to her son. Yeah, I totally do. <laughs> even if conversations take place in her dreams. He's helping to guide me, you know, in a lot of ways and encouraging me still. Shanine McLean hopes her son Elijah hears her gratitude. Thank you. Thank you. I'm honored to be his mother. A mother who lost her son. I'm honored to be his mother. Hopes Aurora police are listening. I know that the whole wide world is looking at Aurora, Colorado, and that they will not be able to murder another innocent victim without everybody watching them. That's where my hope is. A report released Wednesday from the Colorado Attorney General Good morning. found Aurora police have a pattern of racially biased policing and using excessive force. It also found Aurora Fire Rescue often broke the law when administering ketamine. Everything that was said today, everything that was found in the report, is things I already knew. And I truly believe that it's their fault for employing bad humans. Shanine says she's still processing the report, but so she couldn't stay mom, silent I, I and not speak for done. her son. My goal as Elijah's mother is to make sure every individual around this whole wide world knows about the injustices that happened to him. Love us? Leave us a positive review or rating. Follow No Tears for Black Girls on social media and No Tears for BG on Twitter. Be blessed. Be loved. Stay safe.